genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here as I always am with the people I'm always with, Sean Matisse. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. hey As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to ruin those for you. So I will give you timestamps in the episode description, yada, yada, yada. Um, our top story today is Timeless Number 1 by... <laughs> Friend of the show, Jed McKay, uh, Kev Walker, Greg Land, Jay Leeson, Mark Bagley, Andrew Hennessy, and Marte Gracia. Wow, that's a lot of names. Man. I like how you got bored with your own intro. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it 99 times, so. Yeah, this is the 99th time yeah. I've had you to say that. You guys know what I'm going to fucking say. It's fine. We're here. We're going to talk Everyone about Everyone knows by soon. now. <laughs> and so on and so forth. Oh, God. So how is everybody? It's a new year. It's a new us. Uh, I am one year older, and I have one more case of COVID under my belt. <laughs> Jesus. Plus one, baby. Plus one, plus one. Plus one Th- to COVID. 32 going on dead. I very momentarily Jesus. forgot that you have COVID when I said that, Casey. I, I apologize. <laughs> you left me a perfect opening. Uh, I have COVID, everyone. <laughs> Again. It pre- almost precisely 23 months after the last time I had COVID. So Yeah, you would have think you would have learned after you started this last time. You like, know, I should have learned to not uh, have a very public retail job where I work with the public while they're yeah, Christmas say, shopping. Yeah, yeah. What, I, I want to say thinking? this. Quick quick public service announcement from, from <laughs> us here at Tales from the Short Box. If you're <laughs> spending time in retail locations and spaces and not wearing a mask at this point, I would just like to say fuck you, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck, fuck you in particular. But also, my I am very strict about making sure people keep the mask on because there's number one, there's still a mask mandate in the city of Philadelphia, and number two, I don't give a shit if there was one or not. I'm going to make you wear a mask. <laughs> I have the right yeah. to kick you out. Um, I, I have to say, working uh, retail during the holidays is uh there it was like there wasn't a pandemic yeah yeah Yeah. this this which is horrifying this winter in particular has been very gaslighting (laughs) because it's felt like i'm like am i fucking crazy are we still doing this and there's 40 people in my store right now (laughs) i've had a lot of moments of that over the last couple of weeks of like having to turn down like invitations to things for the nine thousandth time going like Am I am I wrong about this, or am I just surrounded by people who don't give a shit? Yes. Yeah, I think I think most people have have reached a, a capacity that they don't care anymore. But as somebody who currently has COVID, you should probably care. Yeah. And then also you you look at the news and it's like, oh, currently you know record high number of cases. It's like, well, that's not that's not surprising in the yeah. least. There's also right. a strong yeah. chance most of you listening right now have COVID too. It's true. And, and it's if true. you are, uh, you know, uh, our hearts go out to you. We hope you make a speedy yeah, recovery and yeah. all of that. But like, guys, take lockdown. care of each other, man. Like, yeah. we're, Honestly, we're all we have left at this point. No li- one's helping us. Literally. Uh, <laughs> no and, and to add on to what you said, Adam, I would ask if you're out and about living your life going into retail stores, make it 
snappy, my guys. Just get in and out. Because that was the thing about Christmas shopping. That was just like, you've been here for oh, two Oh, you're just hours. hanging out. Who, who wants to leisurely browse who right now? Who wants to leisurely browse during a pandemic? I don't understand. What are you doing? <laughs> I like, can't leisurely do anything. I can't mm. even leisurely watch TV right now. No. <laughs> like, I'm at 11. Yeah. The only thing I re- leave my house for is things I need to go get at that moment. If I didn't, if I don't need it, it can get to my house three days from now. That's fine. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> and even an that, like, if, if you have the financial luxury of getting your groceries delivered to you, do that shit. I'll, <laughs> like, I'll do or you could always, you know, your back of your car and I yeah. don't have to see, see well, or talk to you. Or you could always take being. control of the store robot and well, shop around true. that way. There, that's still an alpha testing. Uh, that, yeah. that was a, that was an <laughs> offline conversation that we don't need to bring up. <laughs> also, also, don't. Don't broadcast my idea. I haven't abandoned it yet. Yeah, yeah. I haven't abandoned it yet. Someone's uh, going to steal it from this. One of the many yeah, entrepreneurial listeners. I, I had a very listeners. out there idea of, of automating the clientele as opposed to the workforce. This in- fall from Tesla. Yeah, 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 like you know, like the giant robots, like the, at the giant grocery stores that that like just drive around and like clean up spills. It's like that, but with like an iPad on Dude, it, and, a, and the it's customers. Like, what if that was your customer? What if that they was the customer driving around the store? They don't even clean up spills. Oh, they, they just tell you there's where, a spill. Yeah, because there used to be a fun fact. A person used to do that shit, and you literally just got this metal fucking thing, and there's like little like RFID things you would just click on to like say that you like check the aisle for spills. <laughs> That's all it's doing. Did you used to work at a giant specifically, or is yeah. this? Oh, oh yeah. okay, all right. I worked yeah, at right. Giant for and, like six but, years. But that—that's what I'm trying to avoid because a, a, a lot of automation is automating out the workforce. I say keep the workforce, automate out the clientele. Honestly, yeah, it was just a That's great idea in theory. Didn't need to be done. So, like, having a robot do it makes sense. The giant near me put um, a name tag and googly eyes on the robot, and it's yeah. fantastic. The That's googly eyes of, don't make it better. Most I, of them like, put googly eyes on it. I've seen that across. Yeah, it's great. I love it. To googly me, that makes it somehow better. more soulless. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it, it's still Yeah, hilarious. looking gritty. <laughs> yeah. Adam's like, don't talk about that. All right. Next I mean, ten the, minutes. The cat was out of the bag. The, yeah, the, this is a very shortened version of the long. Pitch. Oh yeah, we talked about it for like an hour and a half. Wait, yesterday. It was just Sean poking holes in it. And then yeah, it was just Sean being a called, negative Nancy to my good de- idea. It's called development. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the development life cycle, guys. Because we got to the point where we figured out a good application and a market for it. <laughs> just saying, <laughs> and an alpha, beta, and omega version. Yeah, like, so you're welcome. By the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you just have to make it and yeah, put it out into the job. world. <laughs> oh my god, Adam's an idea man. Jesus. Uh, well, there's also comic books. There's also comic books. Who's got one? I I think I think I'm first up yep. this time. Um, so my book this week is Human Target Number Three by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. Um. This, this is the, maybe this might be the best issue of this book so far. It's so good. Yeah, it's not great. only the best book, but the funniest <laughs> and maybe the funniest thing Tom King has ever written. Uh, <laughs> so this book starts with uh, Human Target uh, sleeping and dreaming of ice because you know the the femme fatale has has done her job and <laughs> is, she's uh, she's stuck in there, mm-hmm. stuck in that brain. Um, and he, and he wakes up 
and uh, there's <laughs> uh, Guy Gardner is like at the edge of his bed, <laughs> and um, fucking so, Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Guy is Ice's ex, as we know, and. That, uh, he chose to confront him because he's been spending a lot of time with Ice, and you know, of course, he that that doesn't sit well. He's, so he's just such the stereotypical meat-headed asshole ex-boyfriend of why are you talking to my girl? Yeah. Why are you talking to my girl? I, I just want to point out how much he looks like Biff. Yeah, too. Like on mm-hmm. top of it all, like he even <laughs> looks like a bully. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's that's Guy Gardner's like you know first like you look at him and it's like yep that's that's the. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of one. His whole deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you know, you, eventually in DC, you get to get to know him, and he gets great character development. But in this issue, he definitely is very serves a specific purpose in the story. <laughs> um, it's like he, he's like, I heard you were hanging around my girl, and then uh, Human Target's like, she's not your girl, guy. This isn't your room. She's uh, not your girl, guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not your guy, girl. It, it's like some of that, like. Clever, uh, like, rhyming that, um, or, like, slant rhyming that King did throughout all of his Batman run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that great. he luckily doesn't use all the time here. <laughs> Uses um, it sparingly and pointedly, and it works. Yeah. That, so he, like, pulls out a gun, uh, and starts, and, like, shoots Guy, but, uh, the ring, like, deflects it. He knew he was gonna, he knew it was gonna deflect, but he just wanted to... You know, get his point across. Yeah, he like, he just wanted to skip the small talk and yeah. pulled a gun to do it, which is great. <laughs> the the one thing that guy does in this scene that I really like, which is probably the smoothest guy and like the the subtlest guy has been, it like is through this whole issue because he's not a subtle person. But no. <laughs> uh, when Target is like, "This isn't your room," and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he like asks his ring oh, what yeah. sector they're in, and then he asks <laughs> yeah. his ring what he. Uh, what sector he's in charge of and he's like i think this is my room actually i like, I really liked that what, yeah. a, what a fucking cop <laughs> this is under my jurisdiction asshole target has a has a good line about that too where he's like i did a, a job for a dirty cop once and after i took a bullet for uh for him after, from a dirty colleague he's like if the police aren't working for you then they're not working at all <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yep. But then, uh, so like, after he sh- he tries to shoot him, um, it doesn't go well, because <laughs> Guy has, like, one of the most powerful weapons in the in the world, so he just he just beats the shit out of him. Well, with, yeah, a he, with a whole bunch of little green fists. And yep. Human Target also tries to punch him, and, and Guy's like, are you, are you serious, dude? Are you serious, dude? And that's when he pummels him with, like, a billion green fists. <laughs> also, I like how he's like, you're not a superhero. This isn't your fight. You're not one of us. Go back to dying. And I was like, God, yeah, wow. What a shitty thing to say. <laughs> yeah, cop. seriously. Uh... So then they wake up, uh, he wakes up after getting knocked out, and uh, Ice and Luigi are in his room, and Luigi's like, dude, just give me one of those rings and I'll fuck him up. <laughs> and he's like, I'll, I'll see what I can do, Luigi. Dude, fuck with Luigi, man. This dude rules. What, what a he good buddy. <laughs> uh, Everyone then, needs you know, a friend I, like Luigi. Yeah, Everyone needs a Luigi. <laughs> and then Ice is like, you know, just, oh, he's just an asshole, and, uh, sympathetic and then uh so they decide that today they're gonna go uh visit booster and um 
So they're going to go question him about where he was uh, during the time of the murder. And um, they get in a car. And as they're pulling up, they're like, someone, someone is following us. And he's like, well, it's a car made of green energy. So I think we can rule out Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Guy pulls up in a, in a uh, construct uh, car. And... The t- and human target just goes, guys. It- guy, it feels like it's been ages. How you been? <laughs> <laughs> I like I this thing. Why- he- I like this thing he does here, where like they're at a red light, and human target keeps like inching forward, and inching forward, and inching forward. So yeah. naturally, so is guy, and they inches yeah. him forward just enough that he gets smashed by a garbage truck right he mind gains him out he might he mind gains him yeah it's it's great and knows damn well that the ring will protect him so he's just like he'll be fine uh i don't know about what about the guy in the truck yeah right (laughs) no no that's he he actually says that he's just like the guy in the truck will be fine i don't know if it'll do the same for guy uh (laughs) it has to live with that jackass day in and day out so you never know (laughs) (laughs) So they get to the Booster's um, shop. Booster's Bagels. Booster's Bagels. This is maybe my favorite scene in a comic, like, in, like, recent memory. It is so funny. Uh, (laughs) I like the whole thing about, like, all our our bagels aren't pre-toasted. It's like, no one pre-toasts their bagels. It's like, yeah, but neither do we, so. it's It's the grand opening. And uh, he's like, welcome to the grand opening of Booster's Bagels. Remember, like Booster says, if evil's near, never fear, just get a schmear. <laughs> and I had to stop because I was laughing so bad. Yeah. <laughs> any, any, any way you can fit the word schmear into a joke I is know. perfect. I also yeah. love that, um, uh, what's his robot's name? It just keeps Skeets. like... Skeets. Skeets just sighs. Yeah. <laughs> so the, he's like doing this the ribbon cutting and... Skeets is like, use scissors. And he's like, I, why would I use scissors? I've got a laser. And he lasers the ribbon and uh, breaks a window. And he's like, you know, that would have happened if I had used scissors. And uh, Skeets goes, that's sad, but true. <laughs> and Skeets, then Ice. Skeets is such a good straight man to boost Yes. <laughs> And then Skeet, uh, uh, Ice is like, well, I think uh, we figured out who did it. He had to kill Luther so he didn't take competition away from Lex's locks. <laughs> Which I need I need locks. to see as a follow-up gag. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a spite store. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's that... Lair- Larry's uh, 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 Larry's lattes versus Mocha Joe's. Yeah, the, the storefront store. almost looks like that storefront. It does too. very much the same vibe of the strip mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a good for spite sure. store. <laughs> spite store. <laughs> so they they sit down with Booster, and that's where the the pre toasted. He's like, "You like them? They're they're not pre toast. Everything's uh, toasted in house. They're not pre toasted." And, and Skeeter's is like, "That's not a, Booster. That's not a selling point." Like, how many times do I have to tell you that isn't a thing? <laughs> he's like, it's not a thing at Bruce's, Bruce's Bagels, that's for sure. Skeets is like, kill me? It also, in this scene, it looks like they're just eating just plain bagels. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Maybe it's got a little a little uh, cream cheese on it, but not much. It definitely yeah. doesn't have locks on it. <laughs> and then Booster, uh, Booster's like, you're Christopher Chance, right? Dude, the human target, master of disguise. And he goes, right. And it's like, right, but you're the master of disguise, dot, dot, dot. How do I know you're Christopher Chance? 
boom. He like sits back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking booster. Got him. He's like, got him. Got I his love ass. this guy. Yeah. Tom King writes such a good booster gold. Like I just, that's all I ever want to read is him writing it's, booster. It's so funny. <laughs> so then the, yeah, uh, chance just like comes out right and asks him if he, what he was doing three days ago, if he killed Luther and he's like, Hmm, I don't think so. What was I doing three days ago? Skeets is like, you were the 19th century trying to get Keats to help you write your bagel menu. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love this bit too of like, he goes back in time to get ingredients to make bagels from like ancient civilizations. Gotta make them, you know, it's gotta be unique, you know? Chances like, you've been doing a lot of time traveling. He's like, well, you know, not tons, because if you do that too much, you could break time. And then he's like, yeah, and then we got ingredients from here and from here and from here. <laughs> and then he's like, and then Skeets is like, it's probably uh, possible we broke time. <laughs> uh, I also, uh, we, we skipped right over the Yeats writing the... Uh, <laughs> The menu, the, just egg sandwich, would I would I were breakfast as thou art. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, just one of the, the best uses of uh, a great, you know, poet. Uh. Just. <laughs> so then they, the, uh, it kind of goes to Chance's narration about um, uh, Booster and Ice kind of just taking over from there and talking and reminiscing about Justice League International. And uh, he really realizes how close that team was and like how much of a family it was. And um, so that, that it kind of like, uh, you know, the them chatting kind of fades away and just lets uh, chance just kind of observes them. And uh, so then they, uh, Oh, they also ask about uh, the water. Because, like, you know, that's obviously a big part of bagel making. If you, if you know, uh, anything said in New York and Food Network has told me, <laughs> yeah, the, the water is what makes a good dough, and right, especially exactly. with bagels, because bagels are boiled before they're baked. Mm. But and and that was the that's the secret to figuring out who poisoned them is that like they used right, like exactly. t- time dilated like water so that it it would it would pass like the poison detection like somehow that like luther has yeah it's something about the hydrogen in the in the water or something yeah the hydrogen and oxygen were like not of this timeline so obviously booster won't tell them that because that's like a a trade secret and he's like only only me and skeets and my silent partner know and so now there's a you know there's a there's a mystery man um, so it was Skeets this whole nah, time. It's uh, it's fucking Blue Beetle. It's gotta be right. Who else would be a silent partner with Booster Gold? Come on, come on, come come on. I mean, they say that. So <laughs> yeah, probably Blue Beetle. Yeah, it's gotta be because because Chance is like and the silent partner and Ice is goes well and Booster uh Booster's best friend happens to be a billionaire scientist who happens also happens to be one of our suspects. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling that uh that Ted's. Uh, issue is coming up next. Yep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> then they they leave and they go to the parking lot and they go to the parking lot and his and they go to his car and it's like mangled uh, and guy is standing next to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's up Just on like, green. It's it's up on cinder blocks that are made yeah. of Green Lantern energy. <laughs> I fucking love that. 
And then guy is like, he trashed my car, he trashed his. His car was a construct. <laughs> uh, so make a new one. This this gets Ice really mad, and uh, she ends up like freezing the whole area and like crack. He he makes a like a sphere construct to defend himself, but she starts cracking it. Yeah, and, which, um, which a human target says specifically like. That's the most powerful weapon in the universe. It would take a lot of power to destroy one. And then she yeah. like nearly breaks it. It's like, ah, she's not to be fucked with. Yeah. I, I like the narration, too, because after they, they leave, it was it was just a bluff to scare him. She wasn't going to hurt him. She just says what everyone says she uh She's just what everyone says she is, sweet and kind. In the end, ice is nice. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, uh, he takes her home, and uh, they're like flirting back and forth really heavily. Um, yeah, there's like a "Will he go inside? Won't he go inside?" kind yeah. of moment. Uh, I know he's like the narration is like, "Don't you fucking do it! Don't you? Don't you do it? Don't you go inside?" <laughs> and um, then uh, there's a line where she's talking about fire and like how fire. She doesn't think fire is the silent partner, and it's like I don't know. People can surprise you, and then she's like, "Do I surprise you?" And he's like, no, I had high expectations and you met them. And then, uh, and then she like closes the door, but like, just, you can see her face and she's like, uh, oh, well too bad. You can't come inside then. I bet there are a few other expectations I could meet. And I was like, damn, that's, damn. that's, that's a good line. He's got to go home and take a very cold shower. Very. <laughs> but mostly just because, you know, it's ice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he goes back to his his crappy motel, and guy smashes through the door. I just love that he's the recurring like antagonist through the whole issue, and he just doesn't stop. Um, <laughs> so he uh, guy makes a like a like a grappling chain uh, with a hook and swings it around his neck and drags him outside and, yeah, he's like um, i just got home from not sleeping with your your so-called girlfriend <laughs> like what the fuck do you want from me <laughs> seriously and then uh as guy is about to like pound on him uh hal jordan comes like flying down and he's like what the hell is going on what in the name is oa is going on here and um <laughs> he chews guy out and He's like, I'm going to have to put you on suspension. I'm taking he your ring. Time out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, listen, if you don't give me the ring now, you're going to lose it forever. So Guy is like, all right, fine. Um, and he gives him the ring. And then, uh, that, so he doesn't have the ring anymore. So that gives Chance the, the opportunity to, to wallop him in the face. <laughs> just, just knocks him out. Um, which, you know, punching... Uh, Guy Gardner, straight out cold, is a time-honored DC tradition, because <laughs> that happens in, like, the first issue of Justice League International with Batman. Dude must have um, CTE by now. <laughs> Why do you think he's such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so Hal and Chance are talking, and then we learn that it's a disguise, and Hal is Luigi. Fucking and Luigi, the, man. They, they stole... Booster Gold's Legion flight ring so it could make him look like he was flying. <laughs> and now he's got a freaking Green Lantern ring like he said at the beginning of the yeah. issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, what rings. do you want me to do with the ring? And he's like, do I look like I give a shit? Like, yeah, like, you could keep it. 
<laughs> but the, it's all yours, the cool, Luigi. And the the cool thing with the with that too is that one of the whole narration, uh, continuous narration thread through the whole issue is, um, being a superhero like uh, buying a disguise isn't about buying the like falling for the mask. It's about falling for the the person behind the mask, the lie. And I thought that was really interesting because that that comes up in. Uh, you know, they, how Jordan performance... They use it very literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. <laughs> this issue was awesome. Yeah. And it left me in stitches for, like, more than half of it. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I love this level of funny in superhero comics. Like, it's great. Because it, well, it, it, it rounds things out. Like, it gives it, it gives a character and it kind of grounds it. Right. And it, and it is really such a great way to honor Justice League International because there are very few long-running uh, comic book runs, especially during that period, that were consistently funny for like 40-plus issues onwards. That book is a masterpiece of comedy, and <laughs> King really gets to honor their their spirit with this and it's just i mean like it's still feeding into the the crime noir angle and it's still the mystery is compelling and it, it's really just all cylinders i, I love it yeah. yeah like if that book was all like like the last issue was great with ice and the the femme fatale noir vibe if it was all that it would get boring so being able to play off of both that angle and a comedy angle is fucking brilliant when like, you have you have twelve characters you can write too, yeah, so he exactly. gets the he gets he has all these toys in this <laughs> yeah, in the chest he gets box. to dump out and play with exactly. Um, yeah, I love I, that analogy, man. It's really because that's what it, it feels. He's like, cool, yeah. all right. Because this is very clearly, I'm like, all right, I'm writing a booster and guy issue. Yeah, what what fun can I have? Fuck <laughs> it, he's getting a bagel shop. It's gonna be awesome, <laughs> you know. It's like it's shit like oh, that, like you said. Like there's gonna be like a you know a Ted Cord one, and you still have like all the other people, you know, yep. in, in JLI. So like I feel like it'll be a lot of fun, and it's clear that this was a cool. <laughs> Tom King very much likes these characters. It feels like he's trying yeah. to do a very specific thing, and the story all around it is great too. Yeah, it's been good. Well done. All right. Uh, well, I got another DC book. Um, Speaking of green things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got, got Swamp em. Thing Swamp Thing Green Hell number one by Jeff Lemire, Doug Menke, and David Barron. Um, yeah, so we got ourselves a post-apocalyptic uh, climate crisis Swamp Thing book. Old um, Man Swamp Thing. Old Man Swamp Thing. Um, so this book starts out, and it's clearly... After the the water, like the sea levels have started rising, it's and, water world. And, yeah, it's water no. world, and and people <laughs> are kind of on the brink of 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 uh, becoming extinct. And uh, we're following a father and daughter in this wasteland, and clearly it's, totally it's not been... topical. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, but they're they're like uh, fishing to try and get a meal, and they just keep bringing up junk. And they like one of the things they they bring up out of the ocean is like a golf club. And he's like, "I'm Sandwich. old enough to, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm old enough to remember what that's actually used for." And so like she's young enough that she doesn't. So that's kind of lands us where the apocalypse sometime in the last like twenty years, I'd imagine the apocalypse has hit officially. Yeah, yeah, he um, knows who Steve Urkel is, and she does not. 
Yep. That's the delineation. That's, yeah. Um, he knows what TikTok is. And she, yeah. She, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> some some things don't make shit. it past. The downfall of humanity. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so so they, they return from their uh, ill-fated sh- uh, fishing trip to their little, like, tiny town on off the offskirts of some, uh, you know... Uh, I think that they're they're in like a mountain range and like they're talking about like pretty soon that mountain's going to be underwater too. So um <sighs> so they they're talking to like the old man of the village and uh the, basically the 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 daughter was like talking about like the old man at the lighthouse and like how scary he is and and the dad's like we never go to the lighthouse. Do you hear me? We never go to the lighthouse. Yeah, and she's crazy like, crazy old dudes up there. <laughs> <laughs> smashing yeah. birds against shit just yeah. don't go up there and she but she's like old man george told me and he's like don't you fuck talk to old man george so he gets back and talks to old man george and he's like listen you can have this golf club this sand wedge yeah. <laughs> if well he, he he asked him about it because he almost has a full set he's like how much do you want for it he's like how about not filling my daughter's head with stupid nonsense <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit yeah exactly so so he trades him a, a golf club to complete his collection for uh you know not having his daughter want to go to the lighthouse with the crazy old wiki in it. Um, it it's it's funny in a water world like there's no golf club that's useful but especially so not a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're really going to want a driver if you're going to use it as like a weapon, right? Or even if you're just going to hit golf balls into the ocean, a sandwich isn't going to help you there. Like yeah. maybe you could set up a mini golf uh course just to pass the time during the with apocalypse. With what sand? We're in a water world situation. Who has <laughs> sand on this planet? Well, that's fair. You got to find the guy More that like has sand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so as they're standing around talking, the, the, the Negan, uh, of the group shows up, you know, there's always a Negan and there's always a fucking governor, you know, like that kind I of think it's like, like a, character yeah, archetype. They're coming to collect. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're yeah, there's the, always some asshole bully who thinks everything belongs to him. Even yeah. in the future, there's jerks. Yeah. yeah. There, there's jerks who believe that like <laughs> commerce matters. So they're, so right. they're like, give me money. And he's like, I, what? Like. But yeah, so I got a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's coming to collect, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we already gave you everything we have. Like, can you fuck off?" And the rest, like you know, the 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 Negan of the group beats up the dad, and he's just like, you know, oh, your your wife uh, gave up on this planet. Why don't you just go kill yourself too? And uh, his sister specifically. Uh, the the Negan guy's sister, but the dad's yes. wife. Yes, I think that's yeah. why he's extra cruel to him because it's like yeah, Sarah, uh, yeah, I believe her name was. My yeah. sister killed herself because you're dumbass. Yeah, because you weren't <laughs> good enough to keep her alive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so you know the the dad doesn't really defend himself. He just kind of takes it, and uh, the daughter and the townsfolk watch this all happen, and um, uh, they they get up a plan to strike back. Um, but before they can. There is a meeting of the parliaments off yeah, to the side. Yeah, we just hang out with the rot, the green, and the red. Yep, just the parliaments chilling. are hanging out, um, and they are fed up with our bullshit, and can I really blame them? <laughs> our being collective humanity. That's the last vestiges of survival. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, they basically start talking about, like, you know, humanity I- is doomed anyway, and it's fucking up everything. The equilibrium is completely off. Like, there's... 
and, and like they need to be dealt with. Like we can't we we have to get rid of them so we can start fresh with smaller creatures. So they're talking about wiping the slate clean, and um, the rot is this. the red is like well I can't. The red cannot turn on its own blood. The red cannot destroy humankind. And the rot's like, well, I serve the red, so I can't do it. And the green's like, it can't act alone. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He tried yes, the once, green's, didn't go yeah. great. <laughs> no, it didn't go, didn't go super great <laughs> that time. But yeah, so so the green is like, all right, well, I guess it, guess it falls on me. I'll, I guess uh, we'll do it. <laughs> guess I'll kill all of mankind now. Um. <laughs> kill all humans. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he does say humanity's arrogance and autonomy has long threatened us all. Uh, they must be purged. And I'm like, I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> it's an unfortunate conclusion that you have to come to, but it's not necessarily the wrong one. <laughs> like, I get you it, know, bro. the monster makes a good point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just got to side with the monster. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so the dad talks to the daughter. and He's kind of like, you know. Like, like she's like, did was he was what was he saying about mom? Was that true? And he's just like, oh god damn it! And um, the townsfolk are having their meeting where they decide, you know, that they have to do something. So they they gather their few like little suitcase of weapons, like knives and guns and shit, and they they go after. Yeah, um, Grant Morrison really wanted to go after this guy. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a that is a bald motherfucker. <laughs> this whole vibe, I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Grant Morrison, yeah. this yeah, the bald guy in the in the leather trench coat, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so we we evidently the uh, the the aggressors have been living on like what looks to be a um, oil barge, like yep. off in the the coast. So, um. The, the leader of the group just immediately get his throat slit. Like, he's, like, the first one to die. Um, so he, like, falls into the ocean. And at the bottom of the ocean, uh, the green snatches him up and turns him into a nightmare swamp thing. Just just a... Just a mul- monster avatar of the green. Yep, just not, yep. not looking great. Um, a, a swamp he, carnage. He is yeah. effe- I was gonna <laughs> say, he is effective. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's got all these like tendrils. Yeah, it's all it's all fucked up. Um, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. So then, uh, yeah, the uh, swamp carnage comes to the mainland <laughs> and starts destroying all the people. And like, our dad hears screaming and hears like chaos happening and just assumes it's like the humans fighting each other and has no idea what's actually going on. So he runs out to help and he's just like, "What the fuck is that?" And it's just. It's just squeezing people's brains out of their heads. Like, it's just it, it yeah, it is making quick shit. work. Yeah, it's just, just decimating humankind. <laughs> um, and and the, the... I'm gonna just keep calling him Swamp Carnage because uh, to <laughs> delineate him swamp from, an actual, yeah, from an actual swamp thing. So the, uh, <laughs> the dad tries to, like, distract him so Old Man George can get away. And... The swamp carnage goes Sarah knew and like points a knife in his face, but then like Swamp Thing gets like fucked up by the other or Swamp Carnage gets fucked up by the other townsfolk. Uh so he he drops him and, and lets him live temporarily. Yeah, he does um, some cool he does some cool shit where he get, gets chopped up and then he just makes another one from the tendrils like Swamp yeah. Thing wants to do. Just popping uh-huh. up out of fucking anything. And it's pretty fucking awesome. It's some pretty scary cool. moss, man. <laughs> Jeez. yeah the the ways in which he's murdering these people is pretty fucking brutal <laughs> yeah it's fuck yeah he's going literally straight for the head yep on everybody <laughs> yep 
So they decide old man George, the the dad and the daughter are all like, all right, yeah, but uh, we got to go to the we got to go to the lighthouse because, um, you know, at, at one point the dad had said, like, whenever we get separated, just go north and I'll meet you like go north. And if I'm not there within a day, go without me. And uh, George is like, hell no, you're not going north. There is nothing north. We're going to the lighthouse. And she's like, but I thought and she's like, he's like, nope, we got to I got to go talk to a guy. So they go to the lighthouse. I know a guy. And- I know a guy who might know something about all this nonsense that's going on. And he does, because it's fucking Constantine. Old yeah, this was the part where I realized why you called dibs on this book. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I love like crazy old Constantine being a fucking wiki in a lighthouse, you know? Like, that's, I love it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, so... He already knows what's up. He's just, he's like, yeah, this is, this is all fucked. And I, I know why they're doing it. So, uh, I'm going to do this last ditch effort just, and just call a guy. give me one minute real quick. Let me call someone up real quick. Yeah, let me call, let me call. I know a guy who might be able to help. Yep. And he does this little ritual and opens a portal and it, an actual swamp thing pops up and he's like, Constantine, I was home. I was finally, I was safe. I, how dare you? <laughs> I was finally free. And he's like, yeah, but, uh, you know, sorry to interrupt your vacation alec my boy but we've got a wee problem <laughs> it seems you've got to save us from the green so you know our only uh chance for survival from the green is the green and, this uh, um this feels like a book that's been in his brain since he wrote animal man for sure yeah absolutely yeah this i'm sure feels he- very much in place he's like yeah i really want because he wrote swamp thing for like a little bit and some of those crossover issues i was like i bet he was like I really want to write some fucking swamp. Yeah, I love yeah, that he, he, he incorporates all his lore and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw like the parliament show up, I'm like, okay, this is good. Yeah. Like, I know this is going to be great. Yeah, It's yeah. going to tie back into that. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some fucking Animal Man or shit. Oh, man, some I hope shit. so. Oh, I, was starting, cool. I was starting to think that it was going to be Animal Man in the lighthouse. Like, that he that just gone cool too. completely mm. insane. But I, yeah. I'm sure that's who they're going to find next to help with I, the, the yeah, red. He's you know? going to be someone that's going to help. He'll be, or his daughter. Oh yeah, yeah who was yeah. like the avatar at the end of that run? Yep, true. The rod is just the rod. They're just dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Necessary, but, yeah, but they're it dicks. It was super fucking good. This, I, this is great. I mean, like, I knew a Swamp Thing book written by Lemire for the Black Label shit was gonna be a win, but like, yeah, this was this, was, this was good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I felt like I said, I felt right at home after reading Animal Man recently. I'm like, yeah, this is. This is where that started. This idea started back then. Yeah, I bought that um that omnibus and I've read part of it, but I really need to I need to oh, yeah, I tore through so it. It's good. so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. That well, cuz yeah, obviously read. shocking Grant Morrison's Animal Man is one of my favorite runs ever, so I, you That's know. A good one. Big big shoes to fill, but I know he does it well, so, you know. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Look, yeah. Having read both. Yeah. All right, let's go for a DC 3 for guys well, look at us oh, talking yeah. about dc comics i, I didn't notice that but yeah i, I did Robin i put them all in in row on purpose that's fair <laughs> it's, like, it's like a yeah robin number nine by joshua williamson roger cruz and norm oh sorry luis guerrero and norm arapmond um so this is the end of our tournament and um <laughs> Uh, and, uh, the lesson is the friends we learned along the way. <laughs> the, the real, uh, death battle tournament is the friends that we killed along the way. Yeah. yeah the, the, the immortal combat tournament. Yeah. So immortal combat? At the end of the tournament, um, fucking, um, can't remember her name right now, but Robin's 
grandmother, basically. <laughs> oh, the, summons uh, the Lazarus monster out of the body uh, of Hawk. Um, and now they're fighting this giant Lazarus pit monster. It's a Lazarus pit demon. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's which is trying to like take over the body of Hawk because he won the tournament. Yeah. On, I guess you could use that term relatively. <laughs> and then it like is the the last issue end with him getting like stabbed through the heart with the yeah. demon's hand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because he's going to take the demons. The demon's going to like take his body and like, yeah, they're going to be like, it's going to be like the the next like Al Ghul basically to kind of rule the world. So he's fighting this giant. Lazarus Pit Demon, it's awesome fight, and he kind of gets knocked out a little bit. And we have this kind of th- throughout the whole uh, series, he's just been talking to Alfred in his head. Mm. <laughs> yep. Um, and at this point, basically, Alfred's like, no, "All right, you know, what was the first thing that Bruce did once he decided to become Batman? What was the first thing he needed to do?" And they're kind of going through the whole thing. It's like, well, you know, build a ridiculous went- costume. He got all these. He got all these skills. He went to fight crime. He was unsure. Like he, he, yeah. He got a symbol. He got a costume, and did all this stuff. And Alfred's like, "No, you're close. Not yet." And it's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "Oh, he asked for help." It's like, "Oh, oh." Alfred's still teaching <laughs> David how to be a person. <laughs> so he basically uh, uses this. Is, I thought this was badass. He gets up, uses the blood from his mouth to create his Robin costume because he has no clothes, no shirt on, but still like draws the R on his chest. Like that's fucking, it's fucking badass <laughs> and a little bit sexy. Let's not. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, don't want to. Adam's in the blood him. play. Just <laughs> learn that. <laughs> so you learn something new every day. Uh, Nice. <laughs> Called your ass out, Adam. What? I, uh, I didn't actually read this book, so I'm, I'm just taking stabs at the dark. I'm sorry. No, it's great. Um, but so essentially, he's just like, "Hey, everyone who's not dead, you want to go fight this thing with us?" And they're like, "Oh, they're never gonna join you. Like, they, they don't want to do that." And they're like, "All like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit." Because <laughs> like, yeah, they're all like, "Yo, fuck this. We don't want to die here either." Like. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that was the other thing was that uh, uh, Madame Lazarus or whatever her name is was like, you're all you're all gonna die because the island needs to refill, like refresh, yeah, recharge everything. Yeah. It needs all your it needs your life energy because we it's use like, oh, it all I've, resurrecting you. I've played this mobile game before. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta either kill all your heroes or spend 19.95 to refresh <laughs> right. your or or watch an ad. And, yeah, and or get a watch. Power. <laughs> I just do a survey. She, yeah. She's got the audacity to just be like, hey, yeah, you know, I know I was going to kill all these guys, but there's no way they're going to rally with you. They're all bloodthirsty heathens. Like, you were just going to kill them. Like, they're not stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really don't underestimate class solidarity, lady. Come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, uh, get some great action with them fighting this demon who's like, like part, like acid Lazarus pit stuff. So like, I love they have that. Uh, kind of get really creative to kill this thing. Yeah, I love that. Damien gets for uh, full Cyclops and like starts like uh, coordinating them and like yeah, uh, composing a strategy that uses all their different uh, uh, techniques to yeah. take them down. Exactly. It was. I thought it was really cool. And then they uh, they get to the point where they. They just pop the motherfucker's head off. <laughs> like <laughs> And he's just like next. I'm like, yo, Damien fucking bad ass in this issue. Um somehow they 
are able to resurrect Hawk, which is good. Um, so he's also not dead. That's Yay. nice. Which is nice. Um, and then at the end, you know, he's ready to take out, you know, um, Lady Lad. I still, like, it's his freaking grandma or whatever the hell it is. I can't remember yeah. her name. It's driving me crazy. Lady Lazarus is fine. It's like, what do you have to say for your, like, it's like, you ruined everything. It's like, I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna kick your ass too. Like, fuck you, man. Like, and she breathes Lazarus fire on him and <laughs> fucking sends him back in time. <laughs> and where Razo Ghoul's like a young man and he's like in the middle yep. of a fucking desert. So, um, Damien's doing one of those. Tr- jaunts through time just like his dad did i love that it says back to the what does it say uh back to the future back to the future yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i thought this was a really cool way to end that arc too because it's like how are they going to do this whole tournament so i thought that was a cool twist with the demon and everything and like the action and the really like damien kind of slowly becoming an actual person instead of just being like this fucking little brooding child brooding child that just wants to like he doesn't understand anything other than like what he was indoctrinated as as a kid and it's just like it's kind of cool to see him become his own his own character now like like the rest of the bat family has over the recent years but like this seems to be like a big change for damien specifically over the last couple years tournament works never finish that's true. They, they never get to finish. Yeah, no, no one wins a tournament. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess no one. I guess technically, Hawk won. Hawk won the fighting part, and then immediately lost. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely yeah. learned not to not to get too excited about tournament arcs in, in comics. Yeah, after, especially after Ten of Swords. Oh man, well that that tournament arc could have been. I mean, I could have yeah. gone so many different angles, and it went. It's fine. It did not go the angle I thought it was going to go. No, Cipher <laughs> got a wife. It all worked out. I'm so glad <laughs> yeah, we didn't do. True. We didn't do a draft like we wanted to because it just yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone lost <laughs> except for Cipher. Let's be real. Except for Cipher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, whoever bets on Cipher to win the whole thing wins. Good for him. Yeah. <gasps> no, it's a great book. Love it. I'm liking these bat offshoot books. They're, they've all been really good. Now we got some time travel, so that's fun. Yeah. Always good to spice up your book with some time travel. Never hurts. <laughs> well, speaking of, I don't know, twists? <laughs> Become- speaking of per- segues? Beco- becoming a person? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I've got Ice Cream Man number 27 by W. Maxwell, Prince, Martin Morazzo, and Chris O'Halloran, which uh, begs the question, what if Metamorphosis by Kafka was the other way around? No. What if a yeah. cockroach Morpho- slowly became a dude? Morphometasis. Morphometasis? Yeah, that's, that's what it's called. called. Oh, that yeah. is what it's called. <laughs> oh, it's the reverse? Uh-huh. Morphometasis. Yeah. Of course there's a word for it. <laughs> or he made and one up. I learned something today. <laughs> so we start with it, it's kind of fucked up how this comic starts. It's like a couple walking down the street getting ice cream, like a, at the end of a perfect date. And the guy just starts like losing his words and like he just has not, a fucking stroke. Yeah, he has a stroke, drops his fucking ice cream code, and then like that's the last we see of them. 
Because yeah. three cockroaches start eating the ice cream he dropped, and then we start following the cockroaches around. <laughs> oh. what, what's a, what? Why bother creating this guy just so you could kill him? Just so you could segue into three cockroaches like that? Because that's, yeah. that's this where book we is are fucking amazing. <laughs> you made me care, and then you fucking stomped on my goddamn heart, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was going to be about this dude. Yeah, I thought it was going to be this dude turning into a cockroach, and it yeah. has nothing to do with this dude. Yeah. <laughs> the the weirdest form of fridging. Right. <laughs> so, we we follow these three cockroaches, our, our, our protagonist cockroaches' names. Say is, their... No, yep, say the names. It's Greg, or Gerg. <laughs> Gerg. Gerg. What are, the, what are the other two? Merc, Merc and Durf. and Durf. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who... What is Durf? Durf. There's like a Durf Backdurf? Yeah, like Durf Backdurf. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> My brain couldn't put the vowels in the right spot to like f- figure out what the name was. Because yeah, Greg and Mark are easy. But so, I just, I, they're cockroaches. It's named Durf. Let, let yeah, it go. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Good point. And, and the, the so w- we get the story from a cockroach's point of view. It's written in very, very weird English. Like it's like the English that a cockroach would would be able to muster. It's very it's like cockroach is, English. Is, Come on, is good life to be bug is easy plus good. Yeah, it's <laughs> very simple. Very yeah. So we get their lives. So they 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 live in a uh, a shoebox mm-hmm. with their <laughs> morsels and crumbs and their their beloved crumb pile. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the, the way it's described. Like this sounds like a fucking great life. Right? Yeah. Like you honestly, just I'm living be... that life right now. I've just got my crumb, crumb pile. <laughs> Dude, for you real. You just get to be a teeny tiny little crust punk in uh <laughs> I've basically been this cockroach for the last two weeks. Like... <laughs> Except I've eaten a lot of ice cream. These these roaches didn't seem yeah, to like sweet, the ice cream. Too sweet too for sweet. ice cream, yeah. yeah I no can't have thing. too much. So I'm more on the cockroach. I'm closer nah, to that. Yeah. No such thing. Never so, never enough. So our protagonist, Greg, or Gerg, wakes up one morning with a human head and two human legs. The the design on this fucking character, like, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And his roommates are just like... He does Gerg. Yeah. And his roommates are just like, look, Gerg, you're too big. You're kind of a guy. Uh, We're kicking you out. (laughs) You're kind of a a guy now, so like, get the fuck out. Yeah, Yeah, you you no longer bug. <laughs> so now Which he just has to up. Yeah, right? now he just you know has to I mean? sleep outside. His beloved crumb pile and and shoebox <laughs> is too small to fit in. Oh no. Life is hard for Gerg now. Like And I I love how the the speech bubbles get more articulate as he yeah. becomes more human. Yeah, the but more also, human. So there's there's multiple points where he's just like shunned from my own box, the cruelty of life's vestigitudes, and then he's like, I do not think I know what that means. <laughs> yeah. So then it, it, we transition to now he has now he's about person size and he's grown a person arm, and then like. Still has a thorax. Yeah. He still has all of the cockroach parts that haven't been replaced as well. Right, so and are now giant. And are, yeah, and are giant. And like walks up on a couple that are walking through the park and just like, Greg, very hungry. And they just run. They're like, oh like my God, what was the like, fuck is that? She was like, did he say his name was Greg? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other dude's like, uh, like, fucking run. Like, no. Like, what the hell? Who gives yeah. a shit? Who gives a shit? Have you seen that thing? 
<laughs> Crumbs, Greg's beloved. <laughs> yeah, so that he like gets to try human food for the first time, and it's like obviously the best, right? So, I mean, I know I'm biased, but human food's pretty. <laughs> well, he great. was eating human food anyway. Now he's eating like right. fresh human food. Yeah, he not just yeah. morsels. But, yeah. yeah, I love how obsessed this guy is with morsels. We'll get to that. <laughs> then we cut to him. Who isn't? <laughs> we cut to him waking up in like a house. And he has like a a wife and kids. He's eating a bowl of breakfast morsels. Yeah, he's he's got a job and a life. My question, like, there's a lot of unanswered questions in this issue, which I'm co- very cool with, and I like it. But like, who did he replace? Did that yeah. guy become a cockroach? How did he just <laughs> automatically have a wife and job and all this shit? I like, like how he has a wife and job and all immediately has marital problems too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he has to go to counseling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how the girl was reading a ma- uh, a book called Ovid. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm. yeah, cool. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and there's this great scene where he's in the subway, like on his way to work, and he waves to a couple of cockroaches, like, <laughs> like, oh, hello. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Ovid is a poet who wrote Metamorphosis. Are you mean? Do you mean Kafka? I'm saying his his notable work is Metamorphos. Is yeah. No, I'm like. So it's a different Metamorphosis, not Kafka's Metamorphosis. Yeah, I think so. Huh? Because I mean, crazy. Because it's that's it's spelled the same way as the be- the beginning of this comic. Interesting. Or the opposite of that. It's, me- yeah, it's it, yeah, it's metal. I've already forgotten it. SES. So yeah, I think it's based off of that. Huh. Interesting. Instead of yeah. Fun little Easter egg. Yeah. That's neat. W. Maxwell Prince is smarter than any of us will ever. Yeah, he's read lots yeah. of books. <laughs> <laughs> so we we cut to him at his job and his cubemate's like, man, I just got demoted. His cubemate's like trying to take care of his sick brother and like is Dude, just being ground so- down by just the absolute horrible cost. I also want to point out that the cubicle that he's in, the metaphorical box that he is in, yep. is at the Holt Sneaker Company. Oh. So he traded his shoebox and the shoebox was a whole was a box uh-huh. of whole. Yeah, okay. Also, okay. do you see the art on the wall? Yeah, it's, it says "Daddy," it's but daddy, he's got and it's six very legs. clearly a bug. <laughs> 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 there's lots of I, that. I, always in this comic, yeah. they have Easter. Like there seems yeah, Martin to be a Marazzo lot of very, fucking kills it with very all the good specific Easter. ones in the background. And then yeah. there's a scene that is that just hits too close to home for anyone who's ever had a soul crushing office job, where yeah. he gets called in for his performance review, and his boss is just like, "Dude, you're the best. Like you." Your productivity is through the roof. You get shit done. It's not good work, but you do a lot of it, and that's all we fucking give a shit about. (laughs) You're going places. (laughs) You're literally a cockroach, and we love that about you. I think it's fine. It's funny. They could nuke this place, and you'd still find a way to crawl up from the rubble with a clean shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like fucking Christ. Yeah, and his cubate Steve was like saying like really like red flaggy shit right before oh, yeah. he left. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, I think he got fired too, right? No, he got demoted. Oh, he yeah. got demoted. So, and he yeah, can't afford right. the demotion because right, he's taking right. care of his sick brother and the healthcare system is the real villain of every story. Yeah, yeah so, that's true. That's true. So he's on his way home and, and he walks through the underground parking garage just in time to see his cubate Steve just blowing their boss's brains out all over yep. uh, the fucking parking garage. Yep. That's uh, cool. It's cool and good. Good and cool. And then he sees him and he's like, great, now I have to fucking shoot you, Greg. Like, I don't want to have to shoot Greg. Now I gotta shoot Greg. Everyone loves Greg. Greg. No, and there was this joke earlier where he's in his where he's in his bathroom getting ready for work, and the line is what was the line? How easy how <laughs> Yeah. How quickly one becomes Greg. Yeah, how quickly one becomes <laughs> Greg. And as he's being shot to death. He says, how quickly one ceases to be Greg. So he became Greg and then immediately became not so Greg. I thought it was fucked up that his two bros tasted his blood and said it was too sweet. Damn. Yeah, bros. because all he eats is up. sugar cereal. What, what do you expect? Morsels. Sugar morsels. morsels. Fucking morsels. Yeah, so that's the, that's the life cycle of the Greg. Well, you forgot... Th- them being sprawled out on the pavement and the blood splatter turning him back into a cockroach. Oh yeah, it does have kind of a silhouette yeah, of a there's cockroach. There's a lot of uh, yeah, there's a lot of that in this issue. <laughs> but this I like you saying a lot. <laughs> I like this a lot because it's like it's like yeah, what what if the reverse of metamorphosis? Like yeah, a, but what a, if? But also. Are we that far off? <laughs> Are we that different from bugs, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're all just trying to get our beloved crumb piles in, in, our, in our boxes and just live our lives, aren't we? You know? I want to know what Kafka I mean, what thinks. I wouldn't give to not have, a, have to have a job and just lie around in a big pile of crumbs. <laughs> Sounds fucking great. You know what? I have, I have a solution for you. Get COVID. No, then you get thank to, you. Then you get to lie around in your crumb piles for days and days and nothing else. You can have it. I hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, all right. Y'all want to do some shout outs? Sure. Woo! All right. Uh, I got one. It is uh, DC versus Vampires number three by James Tynan IV, uh, Matthew Rosenberg, and Otto Schmidt. Um, this is Fuck. fucking great. This fucking house one of the best. sucks. <laughs> Dude, it's just, yeah. So the last issue, they killed Flash and now. Jesus. Yeah. It's, yep. it, it, Hal killed Flash using his, like, you know, friendship against him to fucking murder him. <laughs> using friendship? Yeah. yeah. Like well, the ending the- of Maximum Carnage? Yeah, like exactly. The opposite of Care Bears. <laughs> it's just—it's funny because Hal was like, "I wanted to, I wanted to turn you, Barry, but they said that your hunger would like genocide the planet, so we can't. We that's can't a, do that. That's a good call. <laughs> that's a yeah, good call. He would just—he would just fucking eat everyone like tomorrow. That's yeah, interesting, exactly. actually. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in this issue, uh, they're trying to find Barry's killer. Spoiler, it's Hal. But uh, Hal, Hal is like looking at the crime scene, and and Diana shows up, and she can tell that Hal is lying about something. So she uses the lasso on him, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he tells her the truth, but he also hypnotizes her because hypnoti- hypno- hypnosis isn't not the truth. It's just 
you know, like adding on to it. It's you like a live vampire omission. powers, man. Yeah. So he he hypnotizes her, turns her into a fucking vampire. And uh, mm. in Gotham, uh, yeah, we talked about the last issue with uh, the, all the Bat family getting interrogated by Bruce, and he's like giving them holy water in their tea and shit. <laughs> um, but now the whole Bat family is out on patrol, and the villains of Gotham keep getting turned. Like at one point, they like they save Ratcatcher from getting turned into a vampire, and then like. Barbara and Dick are just flirting and Ratcatcher's like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you guys flirting? I almost got eaten by a vampire and you guys are flirting right now? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Zatanna's a vampire. Uh, they, they kill Cobblepot. Uh, we find out that uh, um, Ollie and Dinah are, have like an underground uh, at, like a truck stop or the like underground resistance. Um, yeah, yeah there's Roy. there's some cool shit in this one. And they, they they frame Bruce for the murder of Barry, so that's how they get the Justice League to turn against Bruce. Um Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, some some really cool shit in this one. If you're not reading DC versus Vampires, you're fucking up. <laughs> Done. There you go. It's the long and short of it. that. Pass yep. all that. <laughs> all right. That's my shout out. Uh Spider Man eighty three by Patrick Leeson. Uh, with colors from Maury Hollowell and Nathan Fairburn. Um, this issue is great. It continues the Beyond saga of uh, Ben Riley being Spider-Man, but this issue takes a spotlight into the newly awoken Peter Parker. He is out of the coma, as we learned uh, a few issues ago. And I really enjoyed this issue because it is kind of a perfect summation of Spider-Man as a whole, of him getting way too high on painkillers and buying a replica Spider-Man suit on eBay and then going <laughs> out, still, like, you know, pained from being in a coma, trying to stop criminals. <laughs> and uh, using, like, knockoff web shooters that don't work. And hit so... One of the other things that we're learning in this issue is that his spider sense is like, uh, got turned to 11 and is causing him physical pain. And, um, dude, same. Yeah. It's like just going <laughs> off like randomly and like it's super extreme. So he's, he's fighting these. Yeah, I think that's just called anxiety. No, we, we've <laughs> talked true. about this. Spider sense is super anxiety. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That it's, if, no, it's, it's if anxiety was right all the time. Yes. Mm. That's what Oof. it is. Yeah. I don't need anxiety with validation. Right. <laughs> I don't think those things go hand in hand. If My you do, anxiety is already validated enough. You'd be a I, I'm having a hard time, en enough of a hard time with just invalid uh, anxiety. <laughs> Invalidation? In I feel like it'd be easier to deal with if uh, it was right every once in a while. No, because then all those worst things you think out could be... Are true? Could Here's true. the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about anxiety. It's right often enough Right. That you can trick your brain into thinking it's right all the time. That's fair. <laughs> Plausible deniability. The exactly. All I'm saying is, if uh, you could be a superhero, that's all I'm you saying, know, guys. For all the times that you've thought, <laughs> does that person hate me? At least one of them did. So, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so everyone hates you is the real. Exactly. So everyone or, or hates if you're you. Is like what I'm me, to you're say. right a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yes, we all hate you, Adam. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> one of the, one of the other things I loved in this book was because uh, Peter is like his um, spider sense is going haywire. Uh, he tries to uh, the the criminals like steal a car and he's trying to stop them, 
but the web shooters don't work, so he just smashes into the car, and then uh, Captain America shows up because there's a there's a kerfuffle going on, and he kerfuffle. Captain America throws his shield and it hits Peter right in the head, and he's like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Usually you duck." <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed so hard at that. It was we, we such did, a good moment. We need to put kerfuffle on a T-shirt for this show. <laughs> It's yeah, one of my works. favorite words. I love it. It's a good, it's a good word. word. It's a good word. It's a good word. <laughs> but no, this issue was was hilarious. And it, it was kind of self-contained a little bit. I think um I think Peter's spider sense became a became an entity at the end. I don't exactly know what happened. Dude but same. The the <laughs> funny thing is Patrick Gleason is the writer and the artist for this issue. And he did that um I guess now really coveted issue of like 55 where it's like a spider-man head but it's like webbed it's like cre- created out of his webs that like this cover that everyone went crazy for and now that that cover is kind of what his manifestation of spider sense looks like so it's kind of canon now which <laughs> well, is interesting fun. yeah <laughs> i think it's a spider i don't know i could have could have been reading it wrong but it, it it was a really fun issue and I, I liked it. I just the whole like Peter getting really high and ordering a fake <laughs> Spider Man so replica costume is That's so great. so Spider Man. It's He's so on a funny. list now. He's on a list. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, All right. Speaking um, of books with kerfuffles in them. Yeah, right? Sean, do you want to take this one? Uh, sure, I could do it. Yeah, do it. Dude, Devil's Rain Two. So good. God, this book great. <laughs> Our our uh, our good friend Chippy Chip 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 Cheru Zadarsky, uh, Marco Chichetto, Kerfuffle Zadarsky, Stop Marcio Menez. Um yo shit's getting out of hand, like so yeah, quickly in this book. Um, I like the beginning of it is uh, just fucking crossbones, just barging in, not using the door like a fucking Kool Aid man, damn piece of shit. <laughs> Trying to capture uh, Danny Rand. He's like, I'm not even Iron Fist anymore. Like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah, can you fuck off? Jesus. Yeah, like, can you just please fuck the right... Just fuck right off, please? That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll just kind of run through, like... Like, that other plot kind of boils down to... It's like, look, um, Tony... Like, we love you and all, but, like, no one wants to have another rich dude run for mayor. Like, so <laughs> kindly fuck off. And yeah, Luke I is, love that. I love that so Luke, much. Luke Cage is going to run for mayor because people actually, like, because oh, he inspired damn. everybody and people actually, like, want to follow him. Yeah. He's like, it's not just he's another like, rich guy. He, did, he didn't like it, but he understood. Like, he took it on the chin. It's like, all yeah. right. All right, Tony. He's like, yeah, maybe, maybe rich white guys have had their day. I'll take yeah, a step back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll still finance everything. It's like, yeah, exactly. We, we know still want you your will. money. <laughs> yeah, we still need your fucking money, bro. Um, we kind of see what Kingpin did with purple man he, he made fucking fu- stole his finger and turned it into a scepter i made a fucking <laughs> pimp cane out of it um, oh which is i saw that awesome. i was like has that had a finger in it all this time like <laughs> no throughout? no i think he specifically did it so he can like channel back to the machine that he's keeping purple mm. man and he can use his powers I yeah think and, that's it's, the and idea. it's not an exact it's 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 more of a suggestion like it's not uh direct like he doesn't have purple man's it's not full, full on powers. mind control but he can he can influence people he has the power of suggestion he can just yeah, really he can just easily convince people to pull his finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not the his voice from cane. creature 
Um, <laughs> we get a Ben Riley appearance, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on too, because all these people are trying to take heroes, like Taskmasters, in on the fun now. Yeah, they 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 ask Spider Man specifically to come to the Daily Bugle, and, and Ben's like, "Well, uh, I guess I gotta go do this." They this clearly is want Peter. A trap. <laughs> this is a trap for Peter, but I guess I'm gonna go fall for it. And yeah. <laughs> they put the fucking collar on him to try and get him to like reveal who he is, and then he has to swing out without his powers, and he just dislocates his Dude. own fucking shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> fucking power dampeners, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, we get like a catch up on a bunch of stuff. We get Reed and um Sue. Thank you. Jesus. That was Jesus. Reed, Reed and Sue in prison and they're like, "Hey, Fantastic 4, you don't got powers." And then they just beat the shit out of some prisoners. Yeah, we don't need powers, motherfucker. <laughs> Which I thought yeah, we don't fantastic. need powers. You guys fucking suck. We've been Marvel um, characters for 80 years. We don't yeah. need powers. Well, you don't think we've learned how to beat up a guy? <laughs> um, Our best like a- friend is the thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, lo- we took some hand-to-hand combat, just usually I didn't have to be next to you. Like, that's the only difference. <laughs> um, looks like Elektra and Craven are going to team up a little bit. Uh, they didn't really get into that much. Um... And then, yeah, the like the fight Casey was saying with, oh, just Taskmaster's so fucking good. Him going out the window and just not having powers. It's like, oh, right. Having super strength and being able to swing from that, probably super handy. <laughs> so that didn't end great for him. Yeah, if any of us tried to swing out of a skyscraper yeah, on your, your a fucking web. Your arm would just web. fall off. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Are I could pro- do it. I could do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I could fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I got it. I got um, this. <laughs> and then we kind of get a reveal here um, of what Doc Ock is up to. He's pulling, I'm guessing, different versions of other heroes that are, as he puts it, superior to maybe make his a new Sinister Six. Maybe he's back on his bullshit again. Yeah, cause he's got a he's got bullshit. he's got a fucking Hulk with six arms, a uh, Ghost Rider, and a Wolverine. So How come no one else has extra arms? Why does the Hulk have extra arms? <laughs> Great question. I hope because well, he's maybe, from the extra arm dimension. Maybe Wolverine? it's from the one, that episode of Defenders. Maybe I don't know. Wolverine <laughs> is the the free space on literally every team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got right, cool. I got at least one Wolverine. You gotta have a Wolverine. I'm making a I team. to have customary yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, he's the draft pick that doesn't cost anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's like seven of them, so you just get different ones, right? But you still you get <laughs> seven Wolverine. of them in each timeline. So, yeah, like, in, in yeah. every fantasy league, everyone gets one Wolverine. Yeah, you get one. You know, some might be, you might get the best one. You know, like, there's like a top tier, but they're all pretty good, though. Yeah, so the first round of the draft is everyone picking a Wolverine out of a hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, Doc Ock up to some shit. Um, this book is just. Absolute chaos. Yeah, just it's all of the great. New York superhero dumb is just an absolute chaos right now. It fucking but. rules. <laughs> I did like. Uh, I'm, I am liking them taking Tony Stark down a peg. I feel like he's going to be a little bitch about it though. But you know, I'm yeah, cool with it. I mean, but yeah, it, it makes it's going to be a little it Bezos about sense. it. Yeah, it yeah. made perfect sense for him to to say he's going to run for office, and then yeah. it made perfect sense for everyone to be like, sit the fuck down. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. It looks like, I don't want to, but like, it makes sense, guys. Like, Yeah, come on. I got, I got, best, all, I got this person, shit going. 
the best person to run for office is the person that doesn't want power. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah, like, that person's actually going to be good uh, at it. In this scenario, let's go with the guy who's like literally bulletproof. That might help too. Like, <laughs> that, that's that, good. Yeah, that kind of helps. He already inspired the masses, but like, you know, someone's going to come after him and he's, he, he's very hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Like with power, you know, I'm not getting into the power damper conversation. It's a shout out. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to get that conversation started. Again. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we're, we're, we we made it. Top story. More kerfuffles. Oh, as far as I'm concerned, time kerfuffles this time. Time so. kerfuffles. <laughs> this book was a lot. Um, so this book is Marvel's. Uh, annual like customary um once like during the new year they always release a one-shot book that kind of sets the stage for the year to come they like hint at oh. future stories and uh and then uh th- last year was like marvel comics 1000 and this is yeah i feel like i feel like they do that every year and every year it feels very in pre- previous years it feels very oh, this is just, like, a preview issue that has some kind of tangential plot running through it. Like, but yeah. mostly it serves as a preview. This issue is a great fucking story yeah. this had some that happens to... And the splash yeah. page has the previews. Because some yeah, stuff's exactly. already happened. There's just see. one page that's like, here's some shit that's gonna go down. Yeah, yeah anyway. we've already seen some of it, I yeah. think. We'll, we could talk, we'll talk about it when we get there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that makes I, a lot like more that. sense about why we have this event. I'm like, yeah, Kane- and, and the the focus being on the actual story is trying to tell, and not on pr- the preview aspect is yeah, really, really refreshing. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was. If it was just a Kang book, I'm like, yo, this book was dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. We can it's, ignore yeah. the implication. Like it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who wants to run yeah, through I it? Yeah, we can start. So basically, yeah, COVID's taking me out, guys. I might be, <laughs> I might be MIA on this. It one. basically starts off with this dude named Anatoly Petrov, who's basically been grabbed out of time by Kang to be like, "Hey, you know, you wrote a book about Doom, and it's like super popular, and everyone loves him." Yeah, um, I'm Kang. Doom's a little bitch, and I'm going to show you why. Let's fucking go. <laughs> well, he, he, it's more like, hey, remember that book he wrote about Doom? He's like, you mean the one I'm writing now? He's like, yeah, it's going to be great, but you shouldn't write it. Yeah, you shouldn't write it because uh, fuck Stop that writing guy. that book that you're about to write that will eventually be a classic. It, it's, so he it, takes some... There's a lot of yeah. ego in that, too. He's like, you're writing this book about Doom, and you should be writing about me, and I'm going to take you back oh, in yeah. time and show you why. I mean, well, this, this whole book Kang is, is everything, ego. if not ego. Yeah. Yeah, half the shit he talks about is basically like, yeah, Doom's great, but also like Doom's like fuck that dude. Like yeah. he's got nothing on me. <laughs> fuck that chump. What's he yeah. got? Um so he teleports him to 15,000 years prior um and basically is just watching him in hand-to-hand combat against a mammoth. <laughs> and it's just right just watching that shit he's like yo and like he's talking to like the tribe that they're with he's like yo i think he's gonna lose and the dudes are like hold on just just wait <laughs> give him time <laughs> just give him just give him a minute so then we have this Pun incredible intended. action sequence of kang going fucking hand-to-hand combat with a fucking mammoth and wins just because like and the whole overlay is basically like he's just doing it to see if he can do it like that's all it is. He's a pr- like he doesn't have anything to prove to anyone other than himself because he already knows he's he's lived so many lives and done so many things. He's the expert at everything. Like he's just doing it because he can. Yeah, and to prove to this guy 
that he can and he's better than Doom. He's there's also a, god to this tribe. Well, that's, it, yeah, well, that's what, later yeah. on there's a whole there's a whole dissection of the like he has called himself a god in the past and people call him a god, but a god doesn't need to be challenged. A god presents challenges for man. But man also, and God can overcome to- those challenges. So, like, being a god is too easy. And like, yeah, as a god, you don't have to strive to n- more challenges as man. You always have to be. So, he's really trying to be the pinnacle of humanity. Yeah, it's more fun to play without the cheat codes sometimes. I like, there's also a conversation about, like, because, like, you know, he's the conqueror. So, the, yeah. um, there's a conversation later where he's talking about, like, he doesn't obsess with death, he's just obsessed with victory with yeah. conquering so like death is just kind of a byproduct of him uh, yeah he's not he's not bloodthirsty but blood does happen yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's a byproduct of what he's doing he's not killing because he enjoys killing he's yeah he's, he enjoys he's winning and that usually yeah. involves a lot of killing and as they're enjoying their feast uh of mammoth <laughs> i always love terms for this shit but he gets an alert for a time quake <laughs> <laughs> which always makes me laugh when they because like what else are you gonna fucking call it right like but it just always makes he's got me laugh. push notifications turned on <laughs> yeah the, so there's a so there's a time quake so we hop they just basically go to his like observation station where they monitor this shit and this is where we get that big splash page mm. basically someone is trying to take uh, a timeline that's been cut off and re-emerge it with the prime timeline and it's creating these splinters all across, and we see these these splash pages. Like some of the stuff I think we've already seen. Like uh, we see um, a new lord on a mission of punishment. So we see the new Punisher costume. We see the Iron Fist reforged a new hand. So we have a new Iron Fist. But then we kind of see some flashes of some other shit. Like um, a new god takes their throne. That that is a uh, the current story of Iron Man right now. Right. Uh, all right. The Young um, Avengers the coming young, back. Young Avengers. Uh, um, what appears to be a married Jane Spider-Man, potentially. Versus uh, Shuri Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier killing or shooting Captain America. Like some. And also the, Jack the of Hearts blowing up. The return of Which Jack one? of Hearts. <laughs> Everyone's oh. favorite and, uh, Avenger. And uh, does does the the kid Dormammu kill his dad with the Twilight um, blade? Certainly trying to, uh, certainly yeah. tries to. And then we see Captain America, but it's Taskmaster, which I I'm yes, in. I'm fucking <laughs> in for that. <laughs> I will read that book forever, especially if Jed McKay is writing. Exactly. And, yeah. And then we get the um the prediction from the, like the first page of the first book of Thor, where which is Thanos he sees with the, inf- uh, the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet on Mjolnir. Yeah. Yeah. And which more, I guess maybe so maybe that's why it's come up because it's, time's all fucked up. Yeah. So that's why it happened. So it shouldn't have happened because time's all fucked up. Timey wimey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and more Ravencroft stuff. Stuff everyone wanted. <laughs> yeah, so this is like a ton of stuff that like I don't even know about. Obviously, RJ knows what most of this stuff is. <laughs> a lot of it's been it. announced, but not like actually like yeah. solicited yet. So I mean, right. the, the the real big thing is the return of Jack of Hearts, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> can't bury that lead. That's the big one. Sorry, yeah, I missed that one. I don't know that one, so that's why RJ is here to tell us uh, <sighs> about Mister uh, about Jack of Hearts. Kurt Busiek would block you. Our resident <laughs> encyclopedia. 
Also, I don't want to like forget like one of these is the moon blowing up, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> that's a small, yeah, that's small fine. portion. <laughs> so I just want to I'm gonna throw that one out there. Who the, there. Who the fuck like needs deal. the moon anyway? So right? the real question is like, is that Moon Knight? Is that the Inhumans? Or is that Krakoa? Yeah, I was thinking Krakoa because you know the X Men oh, are the, fuck, the summers are fucking living oh, maybe, there. Maybe something's oh, coming shit. for them. Yeah, yeah I doubt Moon Knight would blow up the moon. That's his whole shtick. I just want like <laughs> Moon Knight to claim the moon, and then Krakoa to he have has Mars. To fight the X Men for it. Yeah, oh, and then God, and then they so turn the planets into mechs, and then they hit each other. <laughs> That's all I want. All of this, please. If anyone's gonna write that book, it's Jed McKay. Yeah, if Jed McKay, be listening. Moon Mech. <laughs> Do all of this. Moon Mech. Moon Mech. Um, so at this point, they figure out like kind of what's going on, the wild timeline that's trying to go on. He's like, all right, I figured it out. I know where it's at. There's only one motherfucker that could do this. It's got to be a Doom. That's the only person that could do it. I'm like, he's like, I'm going to go hunt a Doom right now, and I'm going to show you how awesome I am. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then I get a bunch of uh, Deathlocks show up. Has to kill them real like, quick. No Goddamn Deathlocks. Yeah. Fucking Deathlocks. They're like cockroaches of the timeline. They're like <laughs> yeah. putties at that at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then he just abandons his like like uh, the base. Whole base with the uh, they call them the Pythians, and then this the the writer was like, "What the fuck? Like you just all those dudes die?" Like so. Was that like, is I their, another that one is their yesterday. job. Their, their they, whole yeah, purpose I'll, is to serve me. Yeah, they literally only exist, and this is where we kind of go into the you know. He basically is talking about being a conqueror, like conqueror, like m- your understanding of morality and ethics don't apply to someone like me because you don't understand like the amount of people that have died just because I've exist is nothing compared to that. Like also, like I'm a conqueror. That's what I fucking do. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually really proud of him because like the dude he like stood up to him is like you're a fucking monster. So he's like, actually, I like you. Thanks for calling me on my bullshit. You're wrong, but thanks, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no wrong answers here. Just spit him yeah. out. I think that's part of why he picked him. They taught he. They kind of he's he's got like this Doctor Who I need to grab a companion thing, but it's like not. It's really to show how awesome he is. <laughs> yeah, he needs someone to brag to. That's yeah, really he's a witness. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah. What is what is Doctor Who if not just needing a fucking companion to brag to? <laughs> he's just lonely. Kang just wants people to brag to. Doctor Who's just a sad boy. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, what's so the we, point of having all of the toys if you can't have someone to hang out with you so you don't share your toys with them? Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so we go to the, they call it the pirate timeline, which is dope. It's not I full pirates. Live there. Um, so not they, that we they see. Pop up. Yeah, none of the, well, uh, as we pirates? learn, they land here and we just see all of the bodies of the Beyonders. The <laughs> like, Celestials. Oh, all right. Uh, Celestials, Celestials, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of wanders through, he finds um, where the power source is coming from and it's like talking about, like, yo, this has got to be a doom. And we, we roll up on Doom, looking all mopey. And they immediately begin to fight, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And we find out that it's not a Doom. It is, it's a Richards. It's, it's yeah, a, it's but it's a, a Richards who's turned himself into a Doom. He's turned himself into Doom. Um, so now we have a Doom Richards fighting a Kang. And he's got <laughs> and Chaos Emeralds for eyes. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got, it, what is it, the Reality Stone and the, the Power Stone? stone? No. Time Stone. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like he just he looks like the fucking uh the dude from Die. Yeah, he the- does. <laughs> it is so this- cool. Oh man. Yeah, it's very cool. Awesome fight scene where like Kang's just like summoning shit from different realms and times and shit. But he's- I also just really love like a-, a Reed Richards who's so fucking unhinged, just trying to save everyone that he becomes like a power vacuum. Well, and just like yeah. well, so he just absorbs the- every bit of power that he can to try and save the timeline, and in doing so, kills the timeline. We killed and everybody. We was also interesting the because only person left. It's yeah. also interesting yeah. because Nathaniel Richards is at one point a Kang. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and and the, he alludes to it at one point. Uh, Nathaniel Richards tells Reed that he's his own, that he's his dad, and he's like, uh, this Kang says like, uh, like. Uh, of course it's you. Like uh, this is why people. Yeah, uh, no wonder histori- people think that you're me. Yeah, I, yeah, I always no, thought you had uh, you had it in you. And uh, no, and no wonder historians claim that we're related. Yeah. yeah, that that I'm your that I'm your ancestor. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where they kind of go into the "I'm not going to kill you as a god" thing. Um, like you know, I took you of all your power, took of all your toys. You're, I'm better than you, and that's where our bro. Uh, Kang brought along fucking just spears. He takes the mammoth spear and puts it, runs him right through and fucking kills him. And uh, I like how Kang plays it. I was like, that's why I brought you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was my plan all along to get, sure. him, to get him overconfident. Really, uh, um, Infinity Gems didn't really let him watch his back. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that's a really easy way to take down someone with the re- with the reality stone and the time stone. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. Um, well, spot. I guess if he had eyes, he would have seen it coming. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, just because he has the stones for eyes doesn't mean he has eyes in the back of his head. Yeah, it doesn't you know? mean he can see. <laughs> I shouldn't have made myself blind as I gave myself <laughs> omnipotence. <laughs> I could have just put them in the helmet, and that probably would have been the same. But yeah, you know, yeah, probably. Ooh, you could have bedazzled it. Ooh, fancy! <laughs> it had to flesh bedazzle. So they yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah, destroy yeah. the timeline. <laughs> Gross. Um, they destroy the timeline. Uh, so they 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 stabilize the time quake. Um, oh, but well, you also you you miss why um, Petrov did what he did. Like so so Kang is just like. Yeah, I knew you'd save me, bro, because we're bros. And he's like, I, I, he's, or he's like, why would you assist me knowing that I was gonna kill you? And Petrov's like, Yeah, I figured you probably would kill me, but like, this dude was gonna kill my timeline. So like, this is about more than me, like, because I'm an actual hero, because I'm willing to die to save the people and the things that I care about back in my timeline. And he's like, You're a good dude. You know, yeah, like I said, but like, he tried to play it off that that was his idea the whole time. Yeah, like, but that's he was also like, going to yeah. kill him for yeah. helping. <laughs> that's true. Well, after he wrote his book about him. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he does finish his book, and at the end, we kind of get, uh, we get a last reveal that um, Miracle Man may or may not be back in some fashion. Well, I mean, he's uh, definitely just back. Like, it's like a reveal for five people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like it, to sell it, that omnibus that's coming out. Like yep. remember how I said remember how I said earlier that like the previews books, the one shots are always like really ham fisted and kind of just feel like a previews and not have a story? This last page is like 
just really shoehorning in Miracle Man for no fucking reason. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool like, with it. I'm glad Miracle Man's back, but like it doesn't have a place in this book. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, uh, Miracle Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was like, I, yeah, it's kind of explained away. It's like, oh, time fucked with my head. Miracle Man. <laughs> See, like, Kang. Like, why not have him in that big splash page? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it needs to be a last page yeah, reveal. That's fair. See, like, I know it's no one's like, yeah. it's like Kang it's is coming to the MCU. So clearly Marvel is pushing Kang, which is totally fine because this is a yeah. great Kang story. The Kang book mm-hmm. is a great Kang story. This is just like, and here's Miracle Man. Like yeah. the character that we have the rights to that we didn't do anything with for like a decade. <laughs> yeah, in wrestling, this is the pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but now that they've introduced them, they can go back to having like a dope Kang story, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool character development with Kang. There's a lot of cool like deconstruction of the character in this. Uh, yeah. What ifs? What's what's coming yeah. potentially? So like Miracle Man. Yeah, yeah, like Miracle Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited that like the Young Avengers are actually coming back in like some real capacity because yeah, like that's cool. Hopefully, I mean they've obviously been building up to it in the MCU, so it makes sense for them to have a ongoing again. Yeah, that feels hopefully to be they like can get Kieran Gillen be, to write it. That feels like it's going to be the next wave of the MCU is yeah. some form of the Young Avengers. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't want no old broke ass Avengers anymore. We need some. We need some cool new young ass Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> young ass Avengers. Call me when they introduce Hulkling. That's all I care about. That's fair. <laughs> Might be a while. <laughs> People can have fun watching them see you stuff. <laughs> we'll tell RJ all about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was great. Great Kang story. Was. Great it was awesome. stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to all the shit that I introduced to. So it should be fun. Fun year of Marvel Comics. Yeah, I'm yep. excited about this. I, I I love that they they gave this to, to Jed McKay. He's like the perfect guy to tell a story like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the amount of confidence that they've had in him since Black Cat, really. Yeah, yeah he's been yeah, he's been I feel like I every week I'm seeing his name on uh, a bigger and bigger book, and this one even like maybe the one of the biggest ones yet. Right, yeah. yeah. He's a busy guy. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was last week's comics. We did it, you guys. We made it. We did it. We did it. So proud of us. Yeah. What's out this week? What do we got? Inferno. Yep. Oh, man. Uh. So, you know, that'll be the whole show. It will. <laughs> that'll be uh, our 100th and- episode special. We'll just talk about that book. Yeah. We'll Inferno, X Men. Uh, we got some Batman. The Beatman. Got some Detective. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Thor, Black Widow, Dark Knight, that's finally Dark back. Knights of Steel, uh, Arkham City again, Oof. Uh, record-breaking Spawn 325. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Never gets old. That's an old Never. joke. That joke is a hundred episodes old. Jesus. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's almost as long as Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Looks like it's a relatively small week, so we oh. might just talk about Inferno. <laughs> uh, well, it gives us I enough time to reminisce to on the hundred episodes of this show that we've produced. Yeah, <laughs> can't stress this enough. A hundred episodes, you guys. <laughs> it's a lot of content. <laughs> 
That is a lot. All right, well, turn turn this stupid crap off and then go buy these comics <laughs> at uh, your local comic shop. And, we'll and please, for the love of God, wear a mask. Don't do get some, COVID. Do some, do some curbside. Uh, yeah. Do some curbside. Get it shipped to your house. Do anything. Yeah, stay positive. Test negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new motto for the new age. <laughs> Also, uh, join us. Join us on Patreon. Um, support us on Patreon. We have some Patreon exclusive content that we think you all would enjoy. Um, also, check out Dueling Genre at large. Uh, we got a lot of cool shows going on. Um, we've got a lot of cool content out there for you to uh, put your ears on. So go check that out. Go check us all out and join our uh, Discord. Chat with us. Tell us what you want us to do for the hundredth episode next week. Whatever. Uh, tell us you don't like it. Tell us you like it. We want to we wanna talk to you, the listener. Just talk to us. <laughs> We're right. so alone. So uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>